The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're about to listen to a podcast full of wonder, excitement, and discovery. It's time for an adventure through Odyssey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Adventures Through Odyssey podcast, Odyssey Revisited. I'm Will here with John. We've got our October roundup, plus the most recent episode will be aired right after this because I was having a very busy week. It's edited, it's ready to go, but we reference it in this one, so I figured let's just release it. So what really is happening right now in the world of Odyssey? We'll get to the episode in a minute, but John, did you happen to read the comic? When do I need to have the comic read by what's supposed to be today? Well, just the Edwin Blackard comic. I have not read it. I'm very sorry. Maybe, John, I can do a live reading of it. No, we're not going to do that. Is it one comic? It's ten little strips. Look, keep talking i'll read them now okay so we'll come back to that but i did like so once a month they're also dropping a bonus free comic so the september one was susu gained ready for school but apparently it's labor day so she doesn't go it's a little cute scene between her and wit this one eugene builds that giant robot from the video series as his halloween costume because katrina always complains that he doesn't dress up so the episode ends so that or the strip ends with katrina and buck Coming out for Mr. Whitaker's Halloween party, which let's, uh, huh, I guess that episode isn't canon anymore, uh, dressed as Wit and Connie so they could go as the gang from Wit's End. Hmm. Intriguing. It's a very nice ending. I do find it very funny that Odyssey made an episode specifically about not celebrating Halloween, and then they do that. I was about to say... It seems like, I mean, let's be fair, this comic book writer probably is just one person writing the, like, one or two. Oh, it's Evan, David, and Brian Dawson who are writing it. And, like, let's be fair, it, it, there's probably not that much supervision. That's probably true. <laughs> also, while John is going through the Blackguard comics, I will also talk about the fun story on the Instagram where every day they post a new photo of it. So, uh... Last month, we saw Connie got to meet Chad Pearson again. He'll never guess what. Because of Connie, he's now a Christian. You've told me about that one. I know, but it, it continues. So he and Connie keep going on dates, and a lot of the dates are them photoshopped into other photos pretty poorly. Most recently, they were at a movie premiere. The story has not picked up yet. So that's where we've been left yeah. off. So about the canonicity of these i know there's no way they're going to get together because i'm assuming these take place in the odyssey general canon mm -hmm. so i mean it's fun but i just don't know what to do there so okay i have read the comic i don't know if it will seem seamless or there will be a very obvious cut in the audio but i have read it hip hip hooray uh, it was pretty good. The black, the Edwin Blackard one. Like, I I like. Okay, what's good about 
the comics and the senses. You can bring back fan favorite characters. You know, that, uh, like, the voice actor's not available or that people want without producing a full episode. Because, to be honest, the comic felt like they could have made that. Like, they'd have to stretch it out, add more jokes. But, like, it felt like that could have been an episode of Odyssey. Right. I mean, Jay probably would have to be in it. Yeah, Jay would be in it. Jay would be one of the sheep. That's true. (laughs) You cast me as a sheep? It is weird that it's, like, a part with, like, a strong male lead. And it's like, oh, Jacob. And then it's like, actually, I want you to be Laban. It did kind of feel like traditional Edwin Blackard humiliation. It's cute, though. I mean, there were some... I liked the Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat reference. Yes, that was pulled off well. Yeah. Um... No, I mean, it's enjoyable. I mean, I think it could be at times a little more funny. I, on one hand, I agree. I also appreciate it. it was a 10-panel arc where each one wasn't set up, punchline, set up, punchline. Yeah, like, they're... Right, and I am glad about that. And there were some jokes, like the whole, like, Buck? Yeah. Like, getting him to voice it. Um, It, it was satisfying enough for like a five minute read. It is a little in my head. I am a little bit like, I wish it could have been an episode with Edwin coming back. And then you actually get to see the production staged. So I feel like if this had been an actual episode, if this had been an actual episode of Odyssey, the play they were doing, I think maybe would have matched closer to the act because like i mean it kind of comes out of nowhere it's like gotta not let you have like have anxiety or like stress and like think that things are gonna work out fine yes like okay to be honest what would have been very funny is if they're like i actually discovered and reworked this old ratchak meshack and abendigo play that they did at a church here Oh, that's a good idea. I mean, more because that's about worry. I don't know. It was a good little comic, I guess. It was it was fun to see those characters. It'll be interesting. Clearly, whoever's writing this as Odyssey fans. Agreed. Who want to see some of these characters come back. Like, bringing Chad Pearson is obviously like, okay. Like, clearly, they're like, oh, what happened to Chad Pearson? Because that was, like, an interesting episode. Let's bring these characters back. And I hate to what 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 makes me sad is clear. I mean, clearly it's connected to Odyssey. It's on the official app. It makes me feel like they've asked the Odyssey people, "Are these characters ever coming back?" And they got a firm no. I would agree with that. Yeah, I would say this is all. I mean, I don't know. Edwin could still come back someday, but I do think it's a lot of characters. In a weird way, to compare it to Smash Brothers, it's like when they announced the Mii costumes. Like, this kind of confirms to us so-and-so is not coming back. I I would not be shocked. Unless they, unless they do this to try to honor the voice actor, I would not be surprised if there's a comic where, like, Wit goes to visit Bernard or Eugene goes to visit Bernard. I would agree. You know, because in-universe, he, like, moved, right? 
Yes, he did. I believe he... Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So, I think so, because the comic going on right now is about Bart coming to try to sell something at wit's end. And Rodney's back as well, but he looks significant a few years older, so I think to imply there was a little bit of a time jump, and that's where all the kids went. So it is nice to, you know, see these characters back in some form, but it's also kind of sobering. You're kind of like, oh, they're never coming back. Oh, yeah. So we've held it off long enough, although I don't think we've been dreading this. It's time for the monthly club episode. Yeah. If I can get the page to load, because the wiki is the world's slowest website. (laughs) Okay, even though we thought it was going to be Nox on Sacrifice, which that means there's going to be one more Nox episode before the end of the year, we have Showdown in San Poco. Follow Pastor Knox south of the border as he recalls a dramatic confrontation between good and evil. Mm-hmm. I will give them this. The episode clocks in at just about 30 minutes, so I appreciate they made it a little longer and didn't try to make it a bloated two-parter. I agree. I'm I'm trying to confirm something. I mean... It's an interesting episode, I guess. I mean, one, I I think it has a good message. I think maybe it could have been, I don't know, like, more focused on the actual mission. Yeah. Like, okay, here's what I'm not sure. And maybe this, this either goes to I misheard or not. So it's about these... Uh, you know, kind of gift boxes you wrap for kids. Yeah. And Which does kind of sound like Operation Christmas Child. Right. And then, you know, obviously an item from missionaries help, like helps the conclusion of this and ends to a better outcome. But I was, and like the person who gave it them now wants to do these things, but I'm kind of confused. Was that in the gift box? Like what? Like was like it's like I I think the implication is oh it was this organization's gift, but it's like a little weird. At the same time, yes. I also thought the ending was a little brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over forty, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. uh, silly. Not silly, but <laughs> overly... I mean, it was nice to see Grandma was back, but... Well, let me, I will say this. I am happy... That at that moment, they didn't, like, he gives him the harmonica and, like, suddenly everything's okay. Like, I'm glad the implication is it was several years later. Yes, I do agree with Cause that. Because, like, when that happened, I'm like, yes, that's a very realistic response to what would happen. And I could see him changing, you know, over time. Right. And, like, yes, God I- setting that seed. Right, I do appreciate that, because I think, and this is something we'll talk about in a later episode, or an episode from earlier in the year, I think there's too much of a lean on the missions work right away, 
So I'm glad to kind of see else. This wasn't really Wilson on a mission trip. I agree. I think that was good. I think it was good to show the struggle, the brother trying to repent, but the repentance doesn't happen right away. Or, you know, the forgiveness doesn't happen right away. I do want to know more about Wilson's biking phase, though. I know. It seems very out there. Okay. It seems a little bit like, like the Odyssey producers are like, well, like cartels drive motorcycles, right? Like, I don't know. And I mean, there's some shows where I think there, like some TV shows out there that imply that. I don't know if that's actually true or not. But I could, I think they were like, well, like, like, how does the first scene, like, where Wilson meets them happen? Oh, they would probably be on motorcycles. He could be on a motorcycle. But yeah, I agree. It's a little weird. Yes, I would totally concur with that. Uh... Now, I do like, in all this talk of cartels, and I only say this. Because it's clear they're, like, sidestepping it. They never mentioned drugs once. Yes. There's a line near the, at, near the beginning of the episode where they talk about, like, a gang. What kind of gang? It's like, business. What kind of business do you do? And they give, like, a really vague answer. And I'm like, okay. So, like, even though, like, Odyssey has mentioned drugs before. Yes. I, I, I don't know if that's a new thing at Focus. I do agree. I appreciate they sidestep it. But they still go for the full darkness of them kidnapping children. And that that was my point. It's like you can't mention that they like they deal drugs or like likely deal drugs, right? It's not necessarily implicit, but then you're talking about them kidnapping children. I'm sure it's like yes. some like thing that's like they're just like, don't talk about drugs. Do you remember when we talked about drugs in the chicken episode? It threw everyone upset. Um I'll also say this from a structural standpoint. I don't think a child, especially given the topic matter, a child could not have experienced this adventure. However, because of that, Wilson comes off as very, very, well, not very, very dumb, but comes off as a little bit dumb because they have to have him take the position that a child would have it, like explaining some of this stuff. Or, like, yeah, from so the I, perspective, like... I, I agree. I think that is why, for part of the reason, part of the first couple of Wilson episodes, it was about him being brash, and that's why he and Wit always clashed. So we're supposed yeah. to kind of see him slowly lose some of that brashness, but then they have to write more episodes of him in the mission field, so... Right. I mean, it's it's like... It's like this scene where it's like, you know, the woman says, I can't sell you the house. Like, the land anymore. And he's just like, what? Why? And, like, this continual thing was like, okay, you could, like, as an adult, you would, and who knew what a cartel was, you would understand kind of what's going on. And I guess later you get the sense that maybe she just wanted to hear it from her. And, like, there's other things, like, like, other elements kind of throughout it where it's, like... I don't know, like, clearly they're, like, explaining this to the viewer. Though there was a very funny instance where the woman who, you know, helped raise them as as, uh, children a little bit gets a call. uh, Or, like, knew them as children, gets a call, and, like, it's like, oh, he may be running off with a gun. Which, very fake stakes, where it's like, someone saw him baby with a gun, it was a harmonica. Yeah. 
but I get they need to have stakes. But I love that then they spend like a quick like five, like there's a brief like three or four line exchange where it's like, why did he call you? And it's like, oh, he knows about, um, basically like he knows about like my connection with them and thought he'd let me know. Like the Odyssey team was like, wait a minute, yeah, why would they call him? The kids are gonna be seeing through the plot holes, which I appreciate them like. Uh, answering that but it was just such it was so specific like clearly they had written it and someone was like wait why would this person call them actually you have a good point <laughs> see i uh, didn't even think about that but you're right a ki- if i was paying more attention i might have noticed yeah it wasn't horrible like it, it's like good good to like fill any plot holes it was just kind of it was kind of noticeable i mean but it's also like you could naturally do it because it's it, they limited the cast to like five people, right? I also want to just assume that all the voice actors actually—I mean, I would assume and hope—all the voice actors were actually, you know, of like Latino Latina origin. We can look at that later. <laughs> well, because I, I looked, and you know. Uh, I I didn't see it for like some of the people. Now I I didn't I mean yeah, I don't know. I hope so. I don't know for sure. So let's just hope. Yes, I'm sure Odyssey's more sensitive about that now. However, I do want to point out this is the first time in a very long time we've had a callback to Wooten being a mailman on a more fun note. It's true. Um now, I also will say, why did they talk about Wooten at the beginning of this? Like, Wooten was so excited. Like, what does he have to pro- do with any of this? Because he's probably dropped off the package. I know, he couldn't say, like, I'm really excited, though. Like, it was, it was like, something that, like, had they needed to edit this down for the radio, would have been cut. Yes. I, I would have just to add some texture to the whole thing. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I also think the mailing of dirt, because I look, the web quest doesn't mention that. I thought it was maybe something churches do that I don't know about, but. I mean, I thought it was, it was sweet in a way. I mean, it, it I get, I get the sense. Like, I, th- I, I, I think I've heard people doing some things like that. Yes. I do not disagree. I do want to know what makes but, this different from Operation Christmas Child, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I do think sometimes it's like, if you haven't, and you can have an organization like, you know, Operation Christmas Child, and like, you should be able to like sponsor that. But it, I was also like, this sounds a lot like Operation Christmas Child. Is there anything unique? And maybe it's very similar, and it's just another organization like focusing on a different area of the country. Like, or like a different different countries like i can't is isn't is operation christmas child mainly like the u.s uh no operation christmas child sends the boxes to africa oh does it whoops yeah yes so right maybe it's regional but it could it could very well be like a regional thing you know um right but yeah I mean, it's their annual October "Let's Get a Christmas Organization Going" episode, so yeah. And I don't, and I don't mind 
them sponsoring like a, an up and coming organization, and I I think they can do similar things. I just wish I I they could have maybe explained it more. Yes, even if it is I, the I, same. Right, I very much appreciate a lot about this episode that they let it be a little longer and cut things down. That the showdown actually has some stakes to it. That there's a decently heartfelt but a little bittersweet ending to the whole thing. Yeah, it's not like the other cartel shot him because he quit. It sounds like it was just kind of a confrontation. Yeah. No, I thought it was a very good episode. I, I like started off a little like shaky, like ah, he's going to Mexico. This could go a lot of different ways. Yes, uh, no, I don't disagree. When I first read the plot, I was like, oh, not another one of these. Yeah, but it was good. Yeah, I think it's well plotted overall. I I, I pointed a few criticisms. It's just because I was listening to it. It's like, oh, that's kind of funny. But yeah, I thought it was a good yeah. episode. I think really good. Another good episode and a pretty solid club year. We'll go back through the club episodes we didn't do at the end of the year. So I think that wraps it up for this month. We'll see you next month for the club episode. Probably the Bart comic will be done by then. And we might even have more information on the next album. Fun. Yes. So we'll have a lot of fun coming. I'm Will. I'm John. We'll see you next time. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.